Hello, good evening and welcome to another edition of the Ponty Rugby Show here on GTFM. We're delighted to have you listening in with us on this Wednesday evening. I'm Gitto Davis, hosting the show that brings you all the latest from your local Premier Rugby Club, the best supported in Wales and beyond, that is Pontypridd RFC. We have much to catch up on this evening as a roller coaster season for Ponty RFC continues. Now six matches into the Indigo Premiership Cup campaign, which is proving to be a tough one with no let up in the intensity and the physicality of the games played. Ponty have so far won three and lost three, with a definite pattern emerging as all home games have been won and all away games have been lost. Ponty went down to defeat by 27 points to 11 away to Eastern Pool leaders Newport last Saturday at the unfamiliar venue of the Newport Stadium where the Black and Ambers now play, having relocated from their traditional home at Rodney Parade. In securing their important win, Newport avenged their defeat to Pontypridd at Sardis Road in the opening game of the new season. The only game, in fact, that they have lost during the current campaign. We'll hear more about the game down at Newport later in the show. Our special guest this week is veteran Ponty flanker Rhys Shellard, still young at heart, who is currently celebrating a very well-deserved testimonial year with the club. We'll hear a lot more from Shelley a bit later, but first we have our regular news round update with correspondent Grace Reynolds. We start this week with some information about the weekend excursion being organised by the Pontypridd Supporters Club for the away match against RGC on Saturday 27th of November. The trip offers a two-night bed, breakfast and dinner stay at the highly rated Evans Hotel in Llandudno, priced at £170 per person, with no single room supplement charged. The Edwards Travel Coaches will depart Sardis Road at 9am on Friday the 26th of November and will return after breakfast on the Sunday morning, with coach transfer to the match itself at Colwyn Bay on Saturday also included. For more information or to book a place on the trip up north, please contact Phil Lysette on 01443 662561. That's 01443-662-561. On Saturday 23rd of October, Pont travelled to Newport to play the Black and Ambers with hopes of obtaining a win. However, it was Newport who would turn out successful with a 27 points to 11 score at full time. Two penalties were kicked by Pontypridd outside half Ben Burnell in the first half. It was during the second half, however, that fan favourite winger Dale Stuckey continued his fine form with a try in the corner, taking Ponty up to their final 11 points. This result has pushed the Black and Amers to the top of the Eastern Pool of the Indigo Premiership, just one point clear of Cardiff. Pontypridd now lie at fourth position with 13 points, the total of three games won and three games lost. At the bottom of the Eastern Pool lies North Walian side RGC with eight points and a total of five games lost and one where they have won. Ponty now hope to bounce back when they welcome Ebu Vale to the House of Pain, a team that beat them earlier this season. This match will take place on Saturday 6th of November, kicking off at 2.30pm. So why not come on down to Sardis Road to cheer on the boys? 
In the Western pool of the Indigo Premiership, it's Aberavon who remain top of the table with 25 points and a total of five games won and one lost. With just one point keeping them apart, second place is Landevry with 24 points and also five games won and one lost. At the bottom of the Western pool, Iceland Netley, who are yet to win a game, their point total being five. Pontypridd RFC delighted to announce that we will be showing live coverage of all of Wales's Autumn Nation series in our clubhouse. The club have added Amazon Prime TV to their other existing sporting channels for your enjoyment. Apart from Wales, we'll be showing selected other matches which we'll let you know about in due course, so watch this space. This information will be posted on the Pontypridd RFC website. As usual... Pontypridd RFC will be the place to be to watch top rugby entertainment on and off the pitch this autumn. So why not come on down to the clubhouse for a drink and to watch some exciting sport on the TV whilst catching up with your Sardis Road friends. Don't forget to keep up with all the latest news and developments of Pontypridd RFC. Log on to the club website www.ponty.net or social media platforms at Pontypridd RFC. Thank you, Grace. And we move on now to our special guest on tonight's show. Earlier in the week, I caught up with Ponty stalwart Rhys Shellard, who missed out incidentally on that Newport match on the weekend due to a slight injury, but who is of course such an important member of the squad due to his vast experience and is due to celebrate a testimonial year at the second attempt with the club. Well, thanks for joining us on the show, Rhys. Uh, always good to, to hear from you. Um, the other guests we've had on this year, it's inevitable. You know, we've been looking back at the pandemic and the lockdown, but for you, really, that, that season that was cut short in March 2020, it finished a lot earlier for you due to an injury. I remember you had a quite a bad shoulder injury down at Swansea earlier in that season. Yes, um, for me, Kit, that, um, yeah, that Swansea away wasn't a very really great, uh, great Saturday afternoon for me. I sadly um, tore my pec off my shoulder. So um, sadly, my um, my season, which should have been a, a great season for me with my testimonial and everything like that, sadly, well, ended very uh, very sharply. And then obviously in March, and COVID kicked in, and so the season got knocked on the head altogether. How did it feel for you? You must have been working hard on your recovery from that injury. Then were you getting near to being fit? You know, when the the season was cut short in March. Well, because it was halfway through the season, get. Um, me and Matt, the physio, we did we did put a, um, a target, maybe a catch one or two of the last games of the season, just so it gives me something to work for. But well, we would hopefully catch the last one. But though I, uh, it was inevitable, and that wasn't going to happen because of COVID. Yeah, and how how did the pandemic and the lockdowns affect you then? Obviously, rugby we've talked about, and uh, it's been a long time out for you until this season started. But you know, with your work and your family. What was the pandemic and the lockdowns like for you? Well, to be honest, um, with the job I got, uh, get, I worked all the way through it. Obviously, I worked for a company called Morgan Single, and um, we do a lot of work for Welsh Water, so we couldn't really stop what we were doing. So I worked all the way through it. My partner, obviously, worked a lot from home then. So, but obviously, she had to work from home and do a lot of homeschooling. But my, my partner got MS also. So she was also in the vulnerable category. So we weren't, we didn't go too far, mate. You know, it was uh, one of those tough ones for for twelve months. Well, we didn't really do a lot. You know what I mean? And when we did, when everything did open back up, we had to take our time. Yeah, 
And your fitness, well, well, working like that must keep you fit naturally. But um, did you manage to take over then, you know, fitness-wise? We were always looking for the opportunity that rugby would restart again, you know, and getting yourself ready for that. No, the way um, I come back, I get to be honest, mate, uh, trying to chase these 18-year-olds, get this out of his hard work these days. But um, <laughs> obviously, you've got to um, keep yourself fit um, to a certain standard, you know what I mean? But I think coming back now, I think, Christ... I'm 36 now, and um, I think these kids on the block know it's a new level, like you know what I mean. So it's hard <laughs> to keep up with them these days, but I'm struggling. Well, I don't know. You seem to be motoring on the pitch, all right. But um, you, you mentioned earlier, well, you are one of the senior players in the squad now, obviously. But um, that testimonial season, it, it was really bad luck for you, wasn't it, that uh, the pandemic struck then? Because um, you did have a couple of events, if I remember, golf day. And was it a, a question and answer session with um, a couple of celebrities in, in the Ponty Clubhouse, your father being one of them? But then it was all cut short. So what's your plan now is to resume that testimonial season this year now, is it? Yeah, obviously before, um, before the pandemic obviously kicked off, I um, started off the golf day, which is a great success. You know, I had um, obviously a Legends dinner with my old man, Chris Selden. David Lockyer and Tommy David, which was a great success, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. You know, I, I sold it out in about in a week. I think I sold all the tables and started started sort of packed out fair play. It was a it was a great it was a great afternoon. You know what I mean? Obviously, and then we watched the barbers. I think we could have carried that question answer on, I think, for at least another two hours after, you know what I mean? But uh people were enjoying it that much. But um I had another event planned for just after Christmas with Phil Steele. That sold out within a couple of days. And it was it was looking really good, like you know, and but yeah. obviously then the pandemic kicked off, and and obviously I had to cancel everything, you know what I mean. So I missed out on a couple of other events, but I'm grateful for the Really, they they've um, handed me the testimonial again just to finish off this season. So I'm hopefully going to get a dinner planned in now before Christmas if I'm lucky enough. The switch dates uh, will be going out pretty soon, and just finalising and uh, a couple of other small little things at the moment, and then. I think I'll, I'll kick it off big time properly then after Christmas, you know, I'll get a few events in, hopefully get a golf day in, maybe one or two more dinners and then um, hopefully get a couple of big names in down Sardis Road then for uh, the game to finish it all off. So that'll be an end of season game, the same as players like uh, David Locker and Wayne O'Connor had. You, you're planning to have a grand finale then at the end of the season, is it with a, a game of sort of past against present, that sort of thing? Yeah, something like that. Get or get an invitational team in. You know what I mean to um, to finish it all off. You know, um, I got a couple of a uh, couple of mates now who um, well who've been asking about it. Like you know what I mean, we're obviously past internationals and stuff. Asking what I'm going to do. Um, I'm weighing up a few options. I am at the minute this is whether to do maybe a past and present team and then maybe play against an invitational team. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So to try and draw 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 the bigger crowds, like. You know, but um, I'm uh, I'm sure um, I'll have plenty of discussions with a couple of people now uh, as the season go, go goes on, and uh, hopefully we're looking at it. I think the season finishes in April time, by the looks of it. So maybe maybe early May, first week of May or something, get um get a game and down Sardis just to finish it all off. No, that'll be fantastic. Something to look forward to. Uh, we mentioned there about your father being one of the guests in that Legends dinner that you had. Um, how important was you know when you were coming up through the ranks, Aberdeen Rugby Club, and you went to Aberkenan? Was it always? Did you have your 
sight set always, you know, to follow in your father's footsteps. He, he was a back rower, same as you, you know, highly regarded. Was it always the plan that you follow his footsteps to play for Ponty? And your uncle as well, of course, uh, Dai, you played for Ponty as well. Um, to be honest, I think for, for my old man, he just said, just go up and enjoy it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like you got to live up to expectations or you got to do anything you don't want to do. You know what I mean? It was just, just go up and enjoy yourself and express yourself on the rugby field. And lucky enough, I was pretty good at it. Like, you know what I mean? So I just lucky enough, I was able then to play for um, the, the, the teams and the likes of Ponapreeth and obviously coming through the age groups in my districts and international honours. And I was just lucky to pick up um, caps and obviously in, invites to those teams along the way. Yeah. I don't know about luck so much. I think um, talent <laughs> had a lot to do with it. But um, you, you played for Ponty. 2004, you were linked. Were you in the Warriors Academy then? You know, because it was right at that time when uh, semi-professional era started. So, was it from the Warriors Academy that you came to Ponty? Yeah, it was. Um, obviously, the Celtic Warriors, which many people don't know about, but uh, the older ones do. Yeah, we um, obviously a number of us were linked with uh, the Warriors then. You know what I mean? And sadly, uh, team disbanded. It's obviously, you know, everyone. Everyone knows the reasons why for it, but um, yeah, I was at the, the Warriors first of all. And funny enough, Justin Manel was uh, the academy coach then for the Warriors. Yeah, from there, then went, went on to Cardiff Blues Academy. And then obviously, the rest is uh, history. Yeah, well, you, you linked up with Cardiff, the club side as well, in 2008 and captained them, if I remember rightly, to the league title. So, was that a a big change, you know, could you see a big difference that people keep on about the traditional rivalry between Ponty and Cardiff, you know, the valleys and the big city. Did you see that much of a difference as a rugby player, you know, going down to Cardiff? Was it a, a different environment? Yeah, everyone says, uh, obviously, you, you, it's a huge rivalry, you know, over the years and stuff like, you know, Ponty, Cardiff, my man, well, wasn't the biggest Cardiff fan, like, you know what I mean? So, um, funny enough, me going down to Cardiff, he, ne- he never come to watch me. He never <laughs> come to watch me. And um, the only time he'd ever come to watch me down Cardiff is if Ponty played Cardiff. And then he'd have his Ponty jersey on then. You know what I mean? <laughs> My mother was mortified. <laughs> but um, no, it was obviously my first season in Cardiff. We won the league. We, we had a great team. You know what I mean? And Obviously, we lost the first five games of the season and everyone just thought, ah, here we go. But then we managed to pull it back in and went on like a 16-game unbeaten run, which is which is a great run. Like, And we managed to uh, win the league. Obviously, things changed then um, as the season, a couple of more seasons went on, you know, obviously um, brought younger players through, academy players come through and obviously my face didn't fit then anymore. So I was with the sevens and Paul John, he said, do you, want to, do you want to come back to Ponty? And um, I, I think I bit, I bit his hand off, really. And you know what I mean? Because all my best mates are in Ponty. You know what I mean? You got the Dav Lockyers, obviously Duck was there as well. All boys I've grown up with, playing with, like, you know. So when he yeah. asked me to come back and play, yeah, and it was it was an all-brainer, really. Like. And you came back at the right time, in a way, you know, because it, it was the start of a bit of a golden era for Ponty, um, winning the league titles and... The British and Irish and Cup, there were some massive games in, in that competition. Is that something that you look back on, especially, you know, in your career, that those were 
the real good times for Ponty? Yeah, obviously, I, I come back just just after the start. I think they just won the league. And obviously, I come back in. I think we did like the double-double a couple of times. like, And obviously, got to a few cup finals. And, you know, it was, it was just great to play with your mates. You know what I mean? And we, we were... We were mates, like, you know, that's, and it was a great bunch of boys there. And we just worked hard for each other, you know what I mean? Like, I think Chief will tell you, uh, Gags will tell you, like, I, in the end, I don't think they really had to do much coaching, you know what I mean? Because obviously, we, we were such good players, you know what I mean? We just more or less just did all the, uh, everything on the field, really, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, no, it was, it was great, you know what I mean? Obviously, being away with the Sevens, obviously, I'd miss, I think I missed three cup finals on the stadium, you know, because I was because yeah. obviously I was away with that, like you know. And funny enough, they were the most of the three they won. <laughs> Everyone else, I think, I've lost nearly every other one I played in. But um, all right, yeah. No, it was, it was it was great times. Like you know, we obviously we had some great um, great games and in the British and Irish Cup as well. Like you know, what I mean, which I think uh, our tournament is um, is missed. Like you know, what I mean, yeah. I think. Teams now, it was something to aim for. Now you finished top top five. You worked hard till the end of the season, you know, just to get in that top five. And then you knew then you had a couple of great trips. And the, the year after, obviously, you got a lot of uh, ones which stand out. You got the, the ones when we drew with Leinster in the semi final. Yeah. Um, Cornish Pirates away when everybody ripped us off and we went down. We beat them down there. Even to go into lights of um, Worcester, which was. They were full, obviously. No, Worcester was a great game. They, they obviously had a great team and beat us well. But then we went up to um, Bristol home and away, which were full of internationals, you know? Yeah. And fair, fair play, the boys put a market down. Even the youngs, youngsters, obviously the young blues now, uh, were with us as well. They, they, they were outstanding as well. Yeah. Well, they were tremendous times for the supporters as well, you know, with the trips away. But do, do you see it as a little bit different now? your role within the squad as one of the senior players and do you see your role as much, you know, nurturing the young players through helping the coaches with um, establishing that there's a big turnover of players, a lot of new players this season. Is that part of your role within the squad? Yeah, I think so. It's just bringing new players through really. Get, you know, obviously it could be my last year, the way, the way things are going, Dick, you know, obviously we're picking up little niggles all the time and injuries and stuff. Obviously, I haven't had a great start to the season, you know. Um, so maybe, maybe that's what the coaches see it as, like you know, maybe it's just the way now, just to nurture these youngsters through and just, just really go from there. Really, just pass, pass on knowledge, really, which you got, which, which can help them out further in their career, you know. Yeah, but how do you see the outlook for this season? Then it's, um, you know, Ponty played six, won three, lost three, having won all our home games, but lost all the games on the road. How, how do you see it panning out for the rest of the season? Um, we obviously, we've got a young team, get you know, and obviously, Sardis Road, we, we obviously got to keep a bit of a fortress, you know what I mean? And um, you, you look at a couple of the games, like like Ebervale, obviously Newport on Saturday, we had our chances, you know what I mean? We're just making those little mistakes, I mean, those little silly mistakes, which are gifting them tries. But I think as soon as, obviously, we cut them out. We'll be a, we'll be a force to reckon with. We, we are a very good team. It's just, obviously, we're a young team at the minute, you know what I mean? But we've, we've brought some really good players in, like, you know what I mean? And uh, obviously, when they're bedded in properly now and uh, we've, we've properly gelled, because if you, if you look at the team, we have changed a lot of combinations. 
you know what I mean? We are trying new players, obviously the front row, centres, yeah. you know what I mean, back row. We, we, we're trying to find those best combinations really to take us forward. And obviously the season's long all season, and you know what I mean? You can't keep picking the same 15 every time, you know what I mean? Because uh, otherwise when, when it is time to bring a player in, obviously he won't be up to scratch. So yeah. no, it just takes time, you know, young players, new, a new squad really. You know, maybe we lost our captain, really our talisman locks beginning of the year. And it's just building from him. Morgan's doing a great job as captain, really. And he's learning his position as well, outside centre, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, it's, I think it's just going to take time, really. And obviously, if we're not up there challenging for, obviously, medals end of this year, I think definitely at the end of next year, we'll be up, up there or thereabouts. Yeah. Well, let's hope that's that's right, you know, and uh, best of luck to the team for the rest of the season, but to yourself as well, obviously, with your testimonial. And um, well, thank you for joining us uh, this evening. It's been great to talk to you again, Shelley, and uh, best of luck for the rest of the season. Thanks. No problem. Get any time, buddy. Any time. There's no game for Pontypridd this coming weekend as the Autumn Internationals take precedence. With Wales hosting the mighty All Blacks at the Principality Stadium on Saturday evening. As Grace Reynolds mentioned in her newsround item earlier on, the big match will be screened live at the Ponty Clubhouse, kicking off at 5.15pm. So why not get down to Sardis Road to watch all the action in good company? Next week's show will have a different feel to it, as we will be recording from Sardis Road giving supporters a chance to voice their opinions on air in a special fans forum. If any of you would like to take part in the show, please email media at ponty.net for all the details and to register your interest. We look forward to hearing from you. So that's it for another week on the Ponty Rugby Show. We hope you've enjoyed what's been on offer and very much hope that you can be with us again next Wednesday evening. I'm Gitto Davis, in the meantime, wishing you the very best and have a good week. Till next week.